Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 183, recorded live on Saturday, December 11th, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who is using his laptop for the podcast, Dave Pillay. Hello. And the man who is also using his laptop for the podcast, Andy Lowe. Hi. Don't you generally use your laptop for the podcast? No. When I'm recording... Oh, just when you're out here. Yes. Well, because it's my desktop is big and heavy. Yes. As we have found when we did the um, StarCraft. Yes. Head-to-head. Yes. So why are you on your laptop? Well, I ran the tests, the, the Mark 06 tests and such. Yeah. And for the day-to-day stuff, my laptop is faster than my desktop. Oh, dear. Because my laptop is it's dual core. They're both 64-bit, but the other one's single core. Mm-hmm. And this is a dual core, and it's got um, 3 gigs of the DDR3 RAM. And then the thing's only got DDR RAM. It's had a hard drive rather than IDE hard drive. So um, my laptop is actually faster than my big honking desktop. Hmm. So I thought, why have a desktop here that's running if most of the stuff that I'm doing I can be run on my laptop? Plus the laptop's going to use less power than the desktop. At least I should double check that. I should break out the kilowatt and see. <laughs> so I thought, hey, might not make the switch. Yep. So I offloaded everything onto the external hard drive and then shut down the desktop. Side note, for the third time of trying to transfer my iTunes library, I still have not gotten it right. Tisk tisk. I know. I try and follow it. Or they're like they even tell you on the iTunes webpage how to do it. And each time I try and follow it, I just can't get it right. I'm rather amused by that. So I can just no- offload it to an external and then move it back in. I can, but then iTunes. Um, oh, I could do it that way. But I told I wanted to shift the iTunes folder off the laptop onto the external hard drive because I don't want to take up space with my huge music library. Uh, you could always put a uh, NAS on your wish list. I could, especially since it seems I'm going to need a new router since this one has been flaking out more yep. frequently. I don't understand why the router's... It just makes no sense, because it's sitting there. It's all solid state. There's no moving parts inside of it. Yep. And yet they still tend to burn out. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a sad, sad thing. But yeah, so I've got the laptop now, and I've got a monitor stand, so I've got everything set up there so I can easily just unplug a few things, and it will be set to go to wherever I need to take it. Mm-hmm. But I've still got the nice 1080p monitor. <laughs> Well, okay then. So that is that is why, Dave. I asked you why you um, were using. Yeah, well, I, I just I'm like, what would be so special about Andy being on his laptop? And now I know. And now I know not to ask. Do not worry, young Padawan. All things will be shown to you in time. Uh huh. No, within the young Padawan. I, I understand it. Yes. Okay. Because you are younger than me. So. Yes, by about a year and a half, actually. I know. We were thinking about that, actually, the other day when we went out for Chinese food and we were looking at the Chinese zodiac calendar. Yep. Thinking of all our friends who were born in the same year and how they're not all alike. That's correct. Well, actually, because we aren't all born in the same year, you have to remember the Chinese New Year is in the middle of the year. Ah. Turns out that uh, Brian and Beth are not ox. They are not? No, they were born too early in 1985. Oh, so they're still rats? I believe so. Hmm. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure. I also remember hearing something, and I, I'll have to double check this, but I think there's also like a Chinese zodiac calendar for like the month that you were born as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it couldn't, it, not everybody could be just ox or dragon or 
Cock or rooster. rat. Generally referred to as rooster. A Chinese placemat at our restaurant <laughs> said cock. I calls them as I sees them. It says cock. It says cock. I go with cock. Okay. Well, Andy, that's a personal decision. It's all yours, so I will not question it. You're not a fan of the cock, Dave? Uh, not, no. Okay. Glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> Wee. Yeah. So anyways... So we have a long list of topics that we could hit. We do have a very long list of topics. Andy's been busy. Yes. Besides looking at cock at Chinese restaurants. I actually tried out a new dish at the Chinese restaurant. Normally when I go out for Chinese food, mm-hmm. I normally only get two things. It's either the pepper steak or the beef and broccoli. Both good choices. Both wise decisions. This time I went for the shredded pork and garlic sauce. Yeah. That also came with broccoli, but I decided to try was something. Was it tasty? It was tasty. Very nice. I tried Mongolian beef last night Ooh. at uh, P.F. Chang's. How was it? Delicious. Now, here's a question for you. How spicy do you like your Kung Pao chicken? Kung Pao chicken? Uh, very spicy. I want my nose running Okay. when I eat that stuff. Because when it starts to numb your mouth... I think that's just a little too spicy. That's a little overkill. Uh, but like, I, I definitely do want spice. I've seen some people with Kung Pao chickens and they're just not spicy. No. I, I, let me put it this way. When I buy the, like, make your own Kung Pao chicken, I crush the peppers and open them to get the seeds out. Ah, more seeds, more power, more punch. Yes. Gotcha. But I do not eat the pepper. Mmm. Um, nom, nom, nom. Ah. Which should be followed by that. I was miming eating a pepper and then going, ah, because it's so hot. Right. So, so anyways, the yes. Microsoft Connect. Yes. Can we start with this one? The few sure. ones that I put up there. Okay. Uh, is incredibly powerful, evidently. Like, more powerful than Microsoft really was letting on, and more powerful than Microsoft, I think, even realized. Well, it's able to detect each individual finger? Yeah, accurately. Oh, goodness. Uh, the things people have done with Connect since they hacked it and opened it up have been amazing. There are examples of a self-guided flying machine that uses Connect to be aware of its surroundings. Oh, goodness. We showed you guys last week about the two Connects making a 3D picture. Oh. And now this, this guy has gotten the Connect to recognize and track each individual finger. So he can make a minority report keyboard, basically. Yep. And there's more. I mean, there's one that I saw today. Let's uh, remember if I start. Yep. Uh, someone made an air guitar. Really? Out of Connect. Oh, man. That works. That, oh, geez. No wonder they're selling, like, hotcakes. Yeah, they're really, really powerful. Which is funny, side note, because um, they're selling, like, hotcakes. People can't find them because they're selling out. Yeah. And Microsoft actually had to release a press release stating the fact that, no, we are not holding them back on purpose. You guys are actually <laughs> buying our entire stock of Connects. Nice. Which I thought was kind of funny. That Yes, you guys are actually buying them. No, the shortage is not artificial. <laughs> we are pumping these out as quickly as we can. You are just buying them all up. Nice. Mm-hmm. See, it's it's a neat idea for the Connect, but then I don't want to. When I come home and I want to play a game, I want to sit down and play a game, mm-hmm. not have to put on a nice pair of like non-slip shoes and some leggings for just dance. That doesn't seem to be a calm, relaxing evening for me when I actually have to at some point stop because I am physically exerting myself too much. 
don't know. I'm kind of amused by that thought. What? That you'd have to stop because you're physically exerting. I want to keep playing, but my body says no. Just too tired. <laughs> One more turn. <laughs> but um, no surprise, now that the Kinect um, is out, the Xbox 360 is the number one selling piece of hardware. Is it? Yep. You mean the PlayStation Move isn't helping PlayStation? Not really. During the 25 days following the launch of the Kinect, 2.5 million units were sold worldwide. So yeah, it was definitely, it was boosting the Xbox 360 sales and itself was just going out the door. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, so, what should I start with? I don't know. You have so many topics here. Um, let's start with piracy. Okay. Okay, so the first one, there is a DS game, kind of like um, Elite Beat Agents, called Michael Jackson The Experience on the DS, right? Okay. Um, which it's a DS game, so people are able to copy it with the wonderful homebrew ROM world that's the DS, right? Right. Turns out there are switches built into the game to tell if it's a pirated copy of the game. And um, instead of not letting you play the game, it will it will run the game. The only problem is it will put Vuvuzelas over the music. Really? Yes. That, that is ridiculous. I thought we were done with Vuvuzelas. Nope. It seems Ubisoft wanted to add it as an anti-piracy measure. Because it's a, it's a music-based game, so you have to hear the music. <laughs> and instead, you'll just hear Vuvuzelas. How is... I mean, where does it know that it's illegally copied? I don't know. It says there's a switch somewhere in the game, so... Huh. Which is... Oh, that's kind of funny. They also, in this article, pointed out some other funny ways that the piracy um, works. Like, sometimes they'll just only let you play for 20 minutes and the game will shut down then. But the Batman Arkham Asylum game lets you play through the game as it's normal. Except, Batman's cape glide ability does not work. Hmm. So there are certain sections of the game that you are not able to get to because you can't do it unless you glide with the cape. I remember some of those sections. So, you're thinking, oh, hey, the game's normal, no problem. Except, I can't get beat this one section because I can't <laughs> glide to where I need to go. Well, crap. Man and Conquer Red Alert 2, your base will explode within 30 seconds? Yeah. Wow. I love Earthbound, though. Um, it would feel it would fill copied games with an aggravatingly large amount of enemy encounters. Mm-hmm. So you would literally just probably take a step, enemy fight, encounter. Take a step, fight, yeah. take a step, fight. And then right before you f- fight the final boss, the game would freeze up and then delete your every single save game on the disc. So after 30 hours of playing the game... Right before you get to the end, the game will freeze and delete all your work. That's awful. That is a kick in the balls. Oh, man. So I I'm, I have to kind of give props for these guys, because these are unique ways of doing it, rather than just the, no, you cannot play the game. That's really cool. And my, that. my second uh, pirated story yes. is... Oh. Um, which is kind of funny, because this is actually a pirated copy of um, security software. Pirated copy of security? Yeah. Okay. The, the advanced, The Avast security software suite. Yeah, Avast, the antivirus like, stuff. Yeah. It seems somebody has pirated a single license of this game 774,651 times. That's understandable. Yeah. That would be a bit torrent for you. <laughs> Almost three quarters of a million times. Yeah. In fact, more than three quarters of a million times. 
So I just find it it's interesting that people are using a pirated copy of security software. Most likely getting well, it if from you're gonna pirate anything. <laughs> Uh, I just you'd have to be careful of what other stuff you're downloading because they said they're actually finding them on the Wares sites, like Wares oh with a Z. No, no, yes. <laughs> you do not want to give stuff from Wares sites the access that you're going to be giving your security software. Yeah, that is that is not good. That is no. That would be like leaving your house key in the shadiest part of Detroit <laughs> with a note attached saying like third door on the right. And the combination to your safe and all that. that. No, don't do that. Yeah. That's bad. So, Advast has actually turned this into a marketing opportunity. Yeah. So, they, they take everybody who's got that license and they'll just add a pop-up notice on the machines saying, hey... Here's a link. Here's a link to the free version, or the link to buy the paid for version. Yep. We noticed you like our software. (laughs) There's so many free alternatives, anyways, that are good. I know. I'm actually liking the Microsoft Security Essentials. I know it's people have kind of sad because it's Microsoft, and so it's probably the first one gone after. But their Security Essentials are running in the background, and it's running nice and quiet. I haven't gotten a chance to really check them out yet. Plus, it's always free. So, yeah, I've had no problems with it. But yeah, that's the height of irony, using pirated copies of security software. Yeah. What's really funny is they actually found one of the copies had gotten all the way into the Vatican City. What? Yeah. They're like, as, oh, yeah. as in, like, someone in the Vatican downloaded it? Or yes. someone brought it to the Vatican? Or uh, they, they, They've even had been installed on two computers in the Vatican City. So somebody had installed it on computers... <laughs> That's awful. This just in, the Pope is running pirated software. Yeah. Oh, that'd be... Arr, mateys, I'm the Pope. Pirate Pope? <laughs> pope Pirate the First? If I ever become Pope, that's going to be my, my papal name. It's Pope Pirate the First. Pope Pirate the Earth. No. No? No. no. Okay. Pope Pirate the First. Or I will call myself Robo Pope. Oh, like the Robo Christmas. Yep, that used to be my sister's. Uh, I, I, you're probably trying to go to another topic, but it used to be my sister's uh, response to that. What do you want to do what you, when you grow up? She said, I want to be the first female Jewish pope. Because she hated the question. Oh, that's a neat idea. I got to remember that next time. I, I'm not Jewish. You could still say, I want to be the first female Jewish pope. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what what's this about Robo Christmas? No, nothing. That was just I just watched the Futurama holiday special the other oh, day. Oh, okay. So it actually wasn't trying to no subtly guide us to another topic. That was just remembering the Futurama holiday special. Okay, that I had watched on TV. Well, not really so, on TV. Uh, an example of a, a a mouse trying to eat an elephant. Okay. Borders is trying to buy Barnes and Noble. Yes, I was Wouldn't kind of surprised like this. A credit union trying to buy Visa. Well, I've known that both of them have been having problems. Yeah, well, that's because Borders was idiotic when it came to online, but whatever. Yeah, running all their stuff. Was it Borders that ran all their stuff through Amazon, or was it? Yes, it was. Okay. Talk about handing the keys of the castle over. So yeah. Oh no, we're not going to do any of this online stuff. We're just going to let our competitor run that for us. Well, there, guys. So basically, when you think of bookstores, it's either Borders, Borders, or Barnes and Noble. Yep. Because Borders bought up a bunch of the other smaller competitors, like Walden yep. Books and everything else, and so now they're trying to. Uh, <laughs> 
dominate the market? By becoming the only actual physical bookstore in existence? Pretty much. Uh, even that wouldn't save them, though. No? No. I mean, they're done. Physical bookstores are done. There's no market left for it anymore. Yeah, you notice this, that like, especially with the um, the Nook. Yeah. When a physical bookstore is starting to think their future is in digital books. Perhaps it's time to rethink your business model. Um, no, I mean, it, it's physical bookstores are, are dying. So I, I don't know why they're trying to buy another. I mean, maybe it's that they're trying to buy the Nook. And that they see themselves as kind of getting a chance to save themselves that way. But no, they're they're dead. Yeah, I'm thinking is all the books I've recently purchased, I have purchased through Amazon. Yep. Because there's no tax, and plus I get the free two-day shipping. Yep. It's like, okay, I'll get the book. I don't have to wait long for it. Nope. You don't need to leave your house. Nope. You don't have to drive down to the bookstore only to find out they don't have it, and then you have to drive to another one. Granted, there are some nice um, e-books that I've been looking for that are on the less reputable sites. That also, too, can be an option. So what else? I got, I swear there was something else there with books. Oh, yes. Speaking of books, guess who threw their hat into the ring? What? Google launched their e-book oh, store. that. Yeah. I know they talked about it a long time ago. We probably brought it up months ago, but now it's actually here. Here. Complete with an Android application. Really? Yes. Is there a QR code on I their website can't. or no? Uh, I believe so, because that's where I found it. I, where, okay. Books.com dot, dot slash ebooks. There's First one for Android. I know, but the, the thing just changed, and there's no... What thing just changed? That little banner at the top just switched over to something else, so now I can't click it. Well, refresh the page. I just had to do that. Did you? Well, did you do books or books.google.com slash ebooks? Books.google.com slash ebooks. Okay. It's not letting me click for Android. Oh, there it goes. Oh, there it goes. QR code. God, that is such a cool way of doing things. Yeah, I know. Barcode scanner. Do, 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 do. do there it goes. Open browser marketplace opens loading as we speak oh i gotta turn on wi-fi crap might be helpful yeah but anyways google uh, yeah they've announced um several million books are available most of those though are well everything but two hundred thousand are the stuff that is public domain so it's okay but there are That's still, still 200,000 books. Yeah, most of which probably were scanned in through the Google Gutenberg project or whatever it was called. Yeah, uh, Gutenberg project was something else. Ah, okay. But oh, yeah, so I, I, it's like ridiculous. Side note, Dave, um, remember how I always talked about how I don't really use my Wi-Fi? Yeah. Um, so far this month, I have used 1.8 gigs. Through your phone? Yes, through my Wi-Fi. Doing what? I don't know. <laughs> And how did you find this out? I downloaded an app that keeps track of my Wi-Fi usage. Which app? Uh, NetCounter. It keeps track of my cell phone network usage and my Wi-Fi usage. NetCounter. Yeah. So right. far today, will, I've used 100 megabytes. I will install and update you on what I use, which will probably be significantly more. I just could not... Oh, God. I have. Why are these all my apps updating? Rawr. That's the only problem is that everybody's updating their apps now because the new SDK is out. Yep. 
Have you installed any ROMs yet or no? I'm uh, running Cyanogen 6.1. But you're not running 2.3? It is not Gingerbread. Okay. Uh, it's Froyo. Okay. But as soon as they come out with the Gingerbread version, I will switch to that. And it will probably be faster than waiting for T-Mobile to issue the Gingerbread update. You know what you could do instead? What could I do? Buy the Google Nexus S. I could buy the Nexus S with Gingerbread. Yes, that was also released this week from Google. And there was a lot of Google announcements this week. They've been busy. Yeah, we'll get to the rest of them later. But the but yet, Nexus S, the, the successor to the Nexus 2. Nexus 1. Nexus 1. Because there was the G1, then the Nexus 1, then the G2, and now the Nexus S. Just to throw everybody off. Well, it, you know, kind of stands for Nexus. Samsung. Ah, yes, because it's a, probably the Samsung Galaxy sort of hardware. Uh, nope, different hardware. Different? Well, it looks it looks like the Galaxy S. Yes. So, it is available at Best Buy in the U.S. on T-Mobile. Uh, sorry, on the, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's on T-Mobile. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's also, what is NFC enabled? Do you have any idea what that means? Near field communication. Okay, what does that mean? You remember you used to have that the the credit cards that you just had to like swipe it across. You didn't have to actually put it in. You just had to oh, do the tap. Those stupid credit cards. That's an example of near field communication. So it's basically an RFID chip. But it's not even that. No. Like it's it's less than that. Oh. So it, but it's still the same idea where you could tap your phone on something and it will bring up a web page or yep. a menu. Yep. And in fact, Google is already uh, promoting a use for this. They sent out kits to various businesses that have a recommend on Google, basically sticker that they would put on their window. And if you take your NFC phone, which is a, it's read only. It will only read other NFCs. It can't send information. Well, that's good. Uh, but you. You put it up near the recommend for uh, on Google, and it takes you to a page to review that business. I see. So it is interesting. I think I figured out where all my um, data usage is coming from. What? Because all of my apps just updated themselves. That would cause a lot, yes. Yeah, I'm already up to 120 megabytes. <laughs> Since, oh, yeah, just a little, it's my phone just sitting there, just used 20 megabytes. Yep. I'm having uh, a small issue in that some of my apps won't update. Hmm. Like, there's an update available. One of them I can't cancel. It started the update, and it never finishes, and I can't cancel it. At that point, you should just uninstall. We'll see if that works. Oh, I just got your voicemail. <laughs> I also an need to leave An hour my... and a half later? Yeah. Also turn on the Wi-Fi calling so I don't hear that annoying noise again. Sorry, my phone was too close to the microphone there for a bit. No, I didn't hear it. Oh, I heard it, which most likely means it's on the recording. Yeah. Yeah. I also love how this phone is being sold as saying that it doesn't have any of the add-ons from it's it's a clean gingerbread install. Yep. I love how that it's actually a feature now. Yeah, this phone. Yeah, well, doesn't some have... of these other things are really pretty bad. I haven't actually noticed anything bad about the G2 with the T-Mobile stuff. Yeah, it's because the G2 is actually a very clean version, but it did come with Facebook. Yeah, which Twitter. you can't get rid of, or Twitter, which you can't get rid of. Uh, you can if you root it. 
I know. Go and do it. There's also things like the My Device button, which is basically just a GUI interface on top of your regular GUI interface for your options, mm-hmm. which seems kind of pointless, but hey, whatever. So yeah, the, the new hardware is out in case you wanted something that's a little bit more of an oomph instead of the G2, except it does not have a physical keyboard, which is, to me, a downside. But yep. That said, uh, if I took the time to learn 8-pen, I wouldn't be that upset at, at a lack of physical keyboard. Mm. Okay, that one, I swear, is not me, because it's on Wi-Fi. I shouldn't be hearing it. Uh, just because it's on Wi-Fi doesn't mean you're not getting cellular communication. All my cellular communication is run through the Wi-Fi. No, it's not. No, I. It literally, there is no bars of service. Well, then I don't know. Yeah, I But it's not me, because I don't hear it. Now I hear it. That has got to be you. That is. That might be me. Ha! (laughs) Anyways... Um, so what else did Google do? Google announced the Chrome Web, Web Store. Yes. So you could put apps on your computer to make it like your phone, I guess. Ooh. You could put apps inside your web browser and your Ooh. Chrome OS whenever they actually release it. Okay. Is there actually an app for Plants vs. Zombies? Is it actually on by... Chrome? On Chrome? It looks like it's on Chrome. Is it free? A free trial. Ah. I like that can't be free. No, it's a free trial, but it looks it looks legit. And the developer's website is PopCap. <gasps> oh my god. Andy, that means that they could be bringing Plants vs. Zombie to Android. I know. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump. So yeah, there's uh, for your in case anybody wants to put apps on your Chrome web browser. Or they also just announced the Google Netbook or Notebook or whatever they want to call it. I think it's a Netbook. Oh, uh, a version of this Chrome OS Notebook dubbed the oh. CR48. Yes. Because that sounds classy. The what do you crate? got? CR48. Yeah, well, but if you if put yeah, it in Leet yeah, or the is, Create, maybe? I don't know. The CR48, short for Chromium, the OS. Oh, because that's probably Chromium's atomic number. I think it actually is. Yeah. So, yeah, there's going to be a Google Notebook out now, too. Wow, they're slowly but surely moving into the hardware business. They are. Granted, this uh, one is built don't know by... how well that's going to work out for them. It's built by Acer and Samsung, so... Okay. Still don't know how well that's going to work out for them. Yeah. Every user will get 100 megabytes of free data every month for the first two years. I don't know how well that's going to work out, since um, my apps just used up 100 megabytes today. <laughs> So what's interesting, though, is the keyboard on this does mm-hmm. not have a caps lock key. Huh. Yeah. Why not? Um, they wanted to basically point out that the caps lock key is not needed, and it should help out with commenting online. Should help out with commenting online. Yes. Something doesn't seem right there. That's what the, That was their announcement was when they were asked about it. They said, oh, it's not there because we don't want people to use it when they're commenting on things like YouTube and that sort of stuff. That, no joke, was, I I swear, that is what they were talking about when I looked on, I, was, I think it was on Gizmodo when they talked about it. Uh, Google wants to take your caps lock away. Okay, I found the article. Let me tell you their exact quote. According to Google, this will improve the quantity of comments because people will not be able to write in all capital letters. Quantity or quality, first off? Sorry, quality. Okay, that makes a little more sense, but not yeah. much. So Google is saying that by making it so you can't use cap locks, uh, people won't use caps lock, and so the general quality of posting will be better? Yes. How many responses to that were in entire caps lock? Uh, let me look at the... Um... Entirely in caps lock. I see one, two in the first couple of them. Nope, there's another one. Three, four, five, six, 
seven in the first like 25 comments there are seven that are entirely in caps because there's a thing known as a shift key which you can hold down and it will act like caps lock but yeah there's no caps lock on the actual keyboard for the chrome notebook and their reason was because we expect this will improve the quality of comments across the web oh that's just kind of sad funny but also sad What's also sad is I'm not sure Congress actually understands how Wi-Fi works. I'm not sure I understand how Wi-Fi works, but let's hear this. Okay. Senator Olympia Snow and Mark Warner introduced legislation on Friday that would require all public federal buildings to install Wi-Fi base stations in order to free up cell phone networks. Uh... Yeah. No, 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 that makes sense. Oh, and so you would have your phone connect to on Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi per not on the data plan. Okay. When I first read this, I was thinking that they were talking about... Um, no, no, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Here we go. The Federal Wi-Fi Net Act will mandate the installation of small Wi-Fi bases in all publicly accessible federal buildings in order to increase wireless coverage and free up mobile networks. Yeah. No, that makes sense, Andy. I swear there was something in here that I talked about. Yeah, the bill is aimed at preventing dropped calls that occur indoors and in rural areas due to poor cell phone coverage. That makes a little less sense, but still it's along the same lines. Yeah. If you have Wi-Fi calling, which most of the new Android phones do, then yes, it makes sense. But there are other people who, if they're just saying, oh yeah, we're doing this to free up... If you say if they, the first part made sense, yes, we're going to install these so people can use the Wi-Fi network rather than cellular network, free up the cellular network. That makes sense. As right. soon as they saw, talked about dropped calls, that's a little less true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they do talk about femtocells, which are the cell phone repeaters. Okay. So there, there. Part of that was a little off. But my only question is how many federal employees now are just going to be surfing on their phones because they have Wi-Fi from the government? I don't know how many people are going to be using their computers because now they have Wi-Fi from the government. I, I don't know. But yeah, that's, um, yeah, they want to install Wi-Fi bases in every single federal building in the U.S. Well, publicly accessible federal buildings. And weren't we just talking about running out of IP addresses? <laughs> no, that shouldn't make any difference because it'll be behind subnet. But even so, it's still funny to think about. I just want to wait until the first time that somebody just goes to a federal building to use their Wi-Fi in order to do something devious. <laughs> that would be amusing. Somebody wants to hack the federal government, and so they go to a federal building and uses the and public use Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's like a coffee shop, but you don't have to pay anything. You don't have to pay anything at the coffee shop either. I know, but they start to look at you funny when you're just sitting there for two hours not buying anything. That's true. But they should understand that this is a result of them putting up public Wi-Fi. Didn't somebody get in trouble for just stealing the Wi-Fi when he was sitting out in the parking lot? That was a no Michigan guy, idea. too. I have no idea. We talked about it a long time ago. So Did we? Search- yes. I would search the links, but that's just... A lot of links. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? I don't know. I've used over 380 megabytes sitting here on the cellular network. Ouch. You have Wi-Fi. Why aren't you using it? Because the signal up here is pretty weak. So it's doing both Wi-Fi and cell? Oh, I've used up another 16 megabytes since the last time I looked. Yeah, so don't you tell me that you don't use your wireless. Well, I don't use my wireless. Your phone does. Yeah, my phone on its own. It's just sitting there. I have not touched it, and it's used another 17 megabytes. Yep. So there are things, apps, that are talking from my phone, and now it's kind of freaking me out that they've used up that much bandwidth. Yep. Oh. oh, so there are two things about the phone that we could talk about. Yeah. Hold on, let me see what our time is at. Okay, we got time. Yeah, we're fine. Um, 
Well, let me also skip this ad. There we go. The shipments of smartphones, tablets, and other app-enabled devices will overtake PC shipments in the next 18 months. I'm surprised it will take them that long. Yeah, because everybody's got smartphones. Worldwide shipments of app-enabled devices will reach $284 million this year. And then, let's see, um, IDC is forecasting 356 million PC shipments this year and 402 million next year. Yep. Well, I mean, look at it this way, Andy. Uh, 1,000 Android activations a day. Yeah, 300,000? A day. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That. Yep. Speaking of, how's your uh, your program coming? Um, well, I'm still trying to learn all my Java first. Ah. Because that's the problem. with. Plus, there aren't really many Android books that are out, especially ones that are current, because Android keeps on getting updated so fast. Yep. But when I, I went to the, I went to, actually, no joke, I went to the Barnes & Noble and looked, and the Android book that was there, I think, was for Android 1.2 or something like that. And I'm like, okay, you're a little out of date. Cupcake. Not so much, but I'm still I'm trying to learn all the Java stuff because Android is basically Java with some different syntax extras. and some extras added to it. Yep. So as long as I get the Java stuff base fine, at some point I can probably go online and probably find some Android ebooks. And there's a big Android developers online community, community that I could yep. use to find the pieces for the rest. So Dave, do you think at any point you would literally give up your PC for just a tablet and your smartphone? Uh, as a gamer, probably not, because the, the stuff that I'm doing, I mean, it, at some point, I'm sure the phone would be up to par, but it's not there yet. So you're saying because of a gaming platform, you would not give up completely. Right. Well, Dave, you just walked right into our next topic. Oh, wonderful. What's that? Oh, the fact that people are abandoning the DS and the PSP in favor of smartphones. Well, that's because the PSP and the DS are little pieces of crap. Yeah. I mean, they're fantastic devices, but you, you would not compare a PSP to the 360 or a PS3. No, that is true. So, yes, I can see people abandoning the PSP and the DS. I can put a Super Nintendo emulator on my phone. Which you can't on your DS. Actually, you can, but that's besides the point. Uh, but it, I, I don't need a DS anymore. I have my phone. Yeah. But I can't play, I don't know, what am I playing? Uh, Philip of Macedon on my phone. Yeah, and I can't play Need for Speed Hot Pursuit on my phone. Right. Go try and play Gran Turismo 5 on your phone. Tell me how that works out for you. That will not work out well. Side note, speaking of games, I'm still stuck on 313 elements out of 330. Nice. I haven't touched it in weeks. I just can't figure out what I'm missing, and I'm missing just like a dozen. Well, well and some fl- I mean, there are lists online you could probably look at. I know, but I've gotten this far without looking online. I feel like I can finish it, but... Remember, oh. there's no shame in asking for help. Yes, there is. When you've gotten this far without asking for help. (laughs) What if you just looked up what you're missing, not how to create it? No. I've gotten this far without looking. Okay. I should be able to finish it. Well, good luck. Do you have all the cities yet? I think so. Okay. And I think I've got all the countries as well. I don't know if there are multiple planets. No, there aren't. Okay. I've tried. I've tried putting planets with everything, and that has not worked out. Oh, because pl- planet is a... It's not a planet, a, it's Earth. Yeah, Earth is an ending one. Oh, okay. 
So anyway, the report says that 43%, well, 44% of the phone DS PSP gaming market plays game on their phone, which is 50% increase over last year. Right. And says the proportion to play on the DS or the PSP fallen by 13%. And the big kicker is 27% of consumers indicate they play games on their phone only, and they actually own a DS and a PSP. Yep. So they've got it, and they're not using it. Mine's sitting in my room. Yeah, if I, probably right now, if I want to buy a PS or a DS right now, really I, probably, I could probably find one used pretty cheap. Yep. I wonder how much Wii's are selling for used. I don't know. Because I haven't used mine in a long time. Which is why I sold mine. Yep. It was just not getting used, and I didn't have the space to use it. Yep. Oh, so the Grammys got announced. Yes. The nominations. And one interesting... When are the Grammys decided on? Uh, I do believe in January. Okay. Uh, sorry, February. February 13th, 2011. So that's when the Grammys are going to be announced. But right. an interesting side note was the fact that there were two video game songs that were nominated. Two? Two. I only knew about one of them. Which one did you know about? Baba Yetu. Which is the Civ Four theme song. Which, which is amazing. Which any who anybody who's gone to uh, video games live most likely has heard sung live, which is amazing. Exactly. Brings a tear to my eye. The um, second song was actually um, Sudden Death by Megadeth, which was a single written exclusively for, for Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. And it's nominated for the best metal performance. So, yeah. So songs that have been written exclusively for video game soundtracks have been now been nominated for Grammys, which I That's think cool. you basically can put the reason for this to video games live because that was how yeah. that's how, exactly how Christopher Tin got it cuz he started doing all the video games for live stuff and he thought, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And then he put out albums, two albums from it, and Baba Yetu was on it, and that's how it got nominated right. for the uh, was it instrument oh. with the vocal or something like that? Son of a Monkey. What? We missed video games live. They came back to Detroit. Oh, well, you missed it because I'm out on the west side. Okay. They also came to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, but that's like a two-hour drive, and I'd have to I'd take the train because I don't want to park in Chicago because that's just an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Side note, it's actually easier for me to fly out of Chicago than it is to fly out of Detroit. Okay. Because I can just take the train in to Chicago, Chicago and then just take the, uh, the metro right out to... <laughs> the um, O'Hare Airport right. or Midway, one of the two. Detroit, I would have to either drive into Detroit, drive into the airport, or have somebody drop me off. So I could buy myself without oh, having Oh, but to- you have to buy the train ticket, which is an extra, what, 30 bucks, 40 bucks? Well, 20 bucks or something like that. Well, round trip, you're right, so that would be more. But yeah, I don't have to worry about parking my car out in the long-term lots. Yep. So if I had no car, it'd be easier for me to fly out of Chicago than it would be to fly out of Detroit. Indeed. Because Detroit's... Um, but you have a car. Yes. 254,000 miles. No. Just saying. Okay. So what else do we got? Um, Facebook's got a new profile page. It's got pictures on top. Yay. Woohoo. Yeah, it's, which is kind of funny because you can opt into this one, but you can't opt out again afterwards. <laughs> Once you're in, there is no going back. Yeah, and it seems also that um, they might just uh, just change you over without even letting you opt in. After, Like, if you stay out for long enough, they say it's going to be a rolling change. So, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, so the top of your Facebook profile page is going to have your name, it's going to have your occupation, your location, your married, your education history. I don't want and pictures. that information public. Well, it's going to take your Facebook information and just put it up right on yeah, the well, top, along with pictures of 
of yourself. Okay. And if I've blocked that information? I have no idea. Okay. You'll just have to wait and see that if your thing gets switched over, and then I'll be able to tell you. Yeah. Well, except I haven't blocked the information from you. I blocked it from certain people. Ah. Mm. Unless they broke all their privacy settings again. I'm not sure. You'd have to go in and check again. So Apple pulled the Blizzard. Yeah? Which part of Blizzard? Because some of the stuff Blizzard's done is really good. Remember that whole thing where the Battle.net forums were going to have your actual name? Oh, the real ID stuff. Yeah. Okay. Apple is doing that with their uh, iPod phone and iPod touch in the iPad game center. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. So that anytime you send a friend request to somebody to play a game with them, it will attach your actual name to it. So now you can tell who Snow Angel 138 is because it will have an actual name attached to it if she sends you a friend request. Okay. So On the one hand, that's kind of cool. On the other hand, I don't know some of my friends' real names. So Yeah, that's it's the Facebook problem with me. It's like I know people from IRC and from PAX with their what avatar names, usernames, code names. For what? The, what do you call the, the when handles. Like, ha- handles. There we go. Come on, Mr. CB Radio. No, no, no. Ham Radio. You don't have hands. You don't have handles. You have the stupid alphanumeric licensing numbers. So I know people like that, but on Facebook, people will send me a friend request and I'm like, do I know them? Right. I'm not sure. So I have to see who the other friends are and then I'll see, see names that I recognize and go, oh, okay, they're from PAX. Sign them up. But yeah, there's people I know who are just by their actual name, like Hatsake. I know him as Hatsake. I don't remember his actual name. Right. I know Mo's actual name. Yes, as do I. Yeah. I had to because I had to let the hotel know that I was sharing his room. Oh, so there's a couple of oh um quick thing Oklahoma is actually enacting a law into their um, estate planning laws uh-huh. stating that you actually have to set up in your will how you want your virtual presence to be handled huh so if you have a trust set up there you the person who is in charge of the trust also has legal access to their online accounts so they can wrap up any unfinished business or close out accounts if necessary. So my my trustee, the person who's getting all my stuff, would get my WoW account? Yes. You could put into your will in Oklahoma how you want your WoW account handled. <laughs> I would like Blizzard to split my account into three pieces. Uh, to Jimmy, I leave my, my 20... level 47 shaman. I wonder if you could request Blizzard to do that, or if you could give them each individual characters. <laughs> I I'd, like to, I'd like to split this character off from the rest of my account. <laughs> well, you can do paid character transfers. Ah. So there is that. Okay. <laughs> but I, I kind of think of it as a neat idea because there's it's like what there is stuff set up on like Facebook and MySpace for what happens when somebody passes away. Like they, there actually is stuff now set up into the license agreement of what happens if okay. the user passes away. But this one, it actually puts it in the, the, the will. So it's there to remind people that when they're planning what happens with their real world estate, they actually Don't also the uh, virtual. virtual items. Yeah. So that was just a quick one. Interesting. Another quick one. If you ever want to see what the ISS looks like of the crew quarters, it's basically yeah. the size of a closet. But the guy, one of the astronauts, takes a seven minute tour of Holy the closet. Crap. Yeah. And it shows you like every nook and cranny or what? I guess so. I have not watched it all the way through because it's the floating camera, so it, it, it gets a little disorientating after a little bit. Okay. Well, zero G, that will... Yeah, that will, that will do that to you. You may throw up. <laughs> From watching this video. Sony's putting a PS2 in a TV. 
Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why, but they're doing it. Because they're dropping the sales of the PS2? I guess so. So, yeah, it's a 720p Sony TV. It's got a built-in PS2. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, uh, it's kind of cool, but... That's like saying, oh, my TV's now got a built-in Atari 2600. Well, but if you really wanted to play your Atari 2600, Andy, could you even hook it up to a 720p TV? No, no, you could So not. maybe it would actually be kind of nice for them to sell you one with a Atari 262800 already in. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, <sighs> fine. I concede to that one. Good. All right, what else we got? Um, Child's Place hit a million dollars. Didn't they hit over a million last year? I do believe so, but I think okay. this one's actually... They raised $183,000 at the uh, charity dinner. That's not including donations from people like Loading Ready Run with Desert Bus. No, which was, what, 217000 on its own? Yeah. Oh, I love how somebody I, I bought... I like 1.5 mil. Somebody bought a model of the portal gun for $18,000. Yeah. One of these years, Andy, do you want to go to that dinner with me? I was just going to say that. One of these years, we have to go to this charity dinner. Yeah, we can't buy anything, but we're going to the dinner. Yeah, it's still buy seats at the table, hang out with all the PAX people, get yep. dressed up in a tux. Tuxes. Yeah. I have to find my tux. I'd have to rent a tux. I have a nice three-piece suit, but I don't know. No, I've got a tux somewhere. I just don't know where I put it. Would you want to do a suit for that, or would you have to go with a tux? For the charity dinner? Yeah. It's black tie. Oh, never mind then. I will have to rent a tux. Yeah. No, it is uh it is a black tie. Okay. Keep that in mind. Um Netflix has added ABC and Disney to their streaming. Really? Yeah. ABC, Disney Channel, and ABC Family over the internet. Oh shit, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. The downside is um 15 days after the broadcast. So okay. over, over two weeks, you'd have to wait. Oh, darn. Which, for ABC, would make no sense because you can just watch it over the air. But some of the stuff from the Disney Channel and ABC Family, then I could see it. Yep. But it, it's more that they're adding Disney, which means that they may be adding like more Disney movies as well. And they might just be adding more TV stuff added to Netflix. Right. So you could cut the cord, quote-unquote. Where is my damn Netflix app? <laughs> it's coming, they said, at some point. So which, speaking of cutting the cord... Yeah, it turns out nobody's actually cutting the cord. No, of course not. The streaming activity from 2008 was at 5%. It's gone up to 6% this year. Ooh. Woo! That said, I mean, a percent is a lot of people. Yeah, when you're talking about millions of people watching TV. Right, so that is a lot of lost revenue, or gained revenue if you're looking at it from Netflix's perspective. Yeah. But, I mean, we have friends who no longer have televisions, or television connections. Yeah. I I I could live with most of the, I don't know if there's anything No, you doing all my uh TV downloading. <laughs> I could survive without yep. cable. Yeah, because the number of shows that I watch are popular enough that they've got a following on the torrent sites. Yep. Now, it would just be the random during the day that I might have problems if I just want to sit down and watch something on TV and I don't have any plan to previously watch something on TV. Then I might have a problem. Oh, then you just browse YouTube. Who knows? You could find the next double rainbow. Oh. There was actually a thing on Gawker that showed the top 100 YouTube videos in like 164 seconds. Yeah. 
it was kind of interesting. What was more interesting was the 40 years of TG- TV catchphrases in two minutes. So from everything from the zap boom straight to the moon all the way up to Bazinga from the Big Bang Theory. Nice. Speaking of, of Big Bang, have you seen some of the shirts on ThinkGeek from Big Bang? Yes. Yes, I have. I am an avid Big Bang watcher and ThinkGeek browser, so I see the connections. I just still love how my lunch bag is on the Big Bang Theory. Is it? Yes. In the kitchen, they have a Batman lunch bag, like lunch bag. (laughs) I own that Batman lunch bag. I can see it from here. Very nice. Did you see Will Wheaton's uh, alignment graph for Big Bang Theory? No, I didn't. I missed that one. Hang on. Oh, right now, did you see that the Will Wheaton shirt is up for the uh, holiday sale at Woot? Yes. The, uh, in fact, it's the revised version. The revi- there was a different version? Yep. What was the earlier version? Unless you're, Are you talking about the dice or the Smurfs? The dice. Yeah, there was a, an earlier version where uh, one of the colors has changed. I think it's the, the orbits have changed color. Oh. Hmm. All right. Hang on. Here is... And I will post it on the website as well. Okay. Laura <laughs> guessed all nine correctly. Oh, goodness. That is... Accurate. Yeah, that is. Oh, my goodness. I still want to figure out what's going on with... Um, Spoiler alert? No, not uh, Sheldon, Leonard, Raj, and... Howard. Howard. Howard's turtleneck. He's got weird things on his turtleneck. What do you mean he's got weird things on his turtleneck? He's got, like, alien eyes on his turtlenecks all the time. I haven't noticed. I didn't notice either until I was watching the, the specials on the Big Bang Theory, and they actually have, like, a big, like, sheet of these alien eyes, and they're always on his neck, on the turtleneck, and they never... They don't tell you why, but they just show you that they have all of them. So. I don't know. But, oh my goodness, that is... Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. shall we hit... Uh, the hour games? Um, sure. One last thing that I wanted to point out there was the, somebody did a survey of the, what stations could you, would, could, would you need to have online in order for you to cut the cable? Yeah. The top four answers are CBS, ABC, Fox, and NBC. Aren't those the over the air broadcast stations? Yes. Don't people realize you can get those without cable? I, I don't in know. HD without cable? The one, the the next two though, you can't. You ESPN is at thirty one percent, and Discovery is at twenty seven percent. Yeah, but so, ESPN I can get on uh, the uh, uh, the three sixty on live with if you have uh, a connection that actually broadcasts ESPN. Ah, that's the that's the kicker. Is you ha- your ISP must be connected to um, somebody that yeah. So you actually have to be able to get ESPN regularly in order to get it on the three sixty. Right, that's the kicker. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's basically about it. So, the games. Dave's last-minute change. Sorry. Was uh, Dokapon Kingdom? Yes. Did I pronounce that right? You did. Yes. So, Dave, please explain what it is. It's a cross between Mario Party and Monopoly. Mm. Mario Party's always fun. Yep. Uh, There are... You you lose the mini-games and gain encounters... So you lose what's fun about Mario Party and gain encounters. You gain what's fun about RPGs. <laughs> so, uh, you it adds in you know a class-based system. So you're either a thief or a knight or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, or a mage, or, and you you rescue towns and become the owner of those towns and eventually at the very end of the game you become the owner of the kingdom but it's four player it's competitive uh the majority of the game is spent screwing over the other players there's some really neat effects about the person in fourth place or last place if there's only three players uh can become what's called the darkling 
where they lose all their stuff but become insanely powerful for a couple turns. Hmm. So and if you're and, like if you're really far behind, behind it yeah. gives you a chance to catch up. Hmm. And it puts back in some of the stuff that w- was fun in Mario Party, some like the random shit of like you find an old man. Do you want to give him money or walk away? If you give him money, he sometimes turns out to be this beautiful fairy princess, a la <laughs> Zelda. And then it's like, ah, thank you so much. Here, have this great item instead. But or sometimes, sometimes he'll just steal money. Yeah, he'll just like run away. Be like, thank you. Ah, the fun of chance encounters. Yep. So it's a really fun game. It's the last game I played on the Wii. Hmm. It's I have to try really that fun. sometimes whenever we're... Yeah, it's long. Oh. It is not a short game. That's always a downside. When you got a group game, you have you should finish it within like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Uh, diplomacy. Like I said, you should be able to finish diplomacy in person. Twilight it, Imperium. It's too long in person. Like you at that point that it's like I forgot what it's called when you're taking surveys, where a survey needs to be a certain amount of length because after you get like survey fatigue. Where you just start just want to get through the rest of the survey just to finish it after you hit a certain point. It's the same thing with games. At like a certain point, I just want to finish the game. Yep. I don't care how. I just want to finish it now because I have sucked all the fun out of it that I'm going to get out of it. And I, if, you st- if you still have another two hours, I'm like, oh, God. Uh. This one so, manages to stay pretty fun. You play it in small chunks. When you get tired of it, you put it down and then you come back later. Ah. It's an electronic game. There's no setup and takedown. It's plug in the Wii. Okay. Well, we should I should we should try it sometime. Sure. When I'm over there. I've got it at my parents. Okay. So my game? Yes. Evil Genius. Ooh. Which I've been playing that. Side note was actually one of the few games that I was so excited about. I actually pre-ordered at GameStop. Wow. I know. Which In, side like, note? Two thousand or what? Yeah, when it came out, I had pre-ordered it, which didn't matter because um, no one else bought it. Yeah, and my shipment had been misplaced, so I came Oops. in there to get my pre-order, and they're like, um, "Yeah, it's not here." And I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" I pre-ordered it to make sure that it was here today, and it's not here. Oops. Yeah, I berated them out for a bit. Kind of felt bad for the guy, but dude, when I pre-order it, it better be there. Yeah. So, um, I love it because the style of it is great. It's it's got that classic 60s sort of spy movie, kind of like No One Lives Forever, kind of like the, the 60s James, James Bond. Bond. And it's got the same cell shading that's in um, Team Fortress 2. So if you want to like think of that sort of style, that's what it looks like. It's, mm-hmm. it's got a definitely wacky 60 vibe to it. And you play an evil genius, and your goal is to build your evil genius lair. And, and take over the world. And take over the world, which most of the take over the world part is done off screen, so you don't actually play it. You just send guys out there. So your goal is to just keep your lair up and running. But what's fun is, um, what's really fun is all the traps you can do. So like, if you think of the classic like alligator pits and that sort of stuff, and flamethrowers, and saw blades, and just the completely over-the-top traps that are in those sort of 60 spy movies movies are in the game and what's really great is you can chain them together that's even fun where you've got um i would always uh chain the wind turbine with the poison gas oh so it pushed them into the poison i always did the one where they would try and if they hit the fans it would blow them backwards if like they hit the the pads on the floor and throw them backwards but Mm -hmm. then some of the spies were smart enough so they would jump over the only problem is if they jump over they would land on another pad and that one would open up a pit right below them nice yeah but oh there was it's just just that complete wackiness too like there's things where you would actually um have your scientists try and like build new objects and you can torture people in crazy ways like at one point you can throw them in the kitchen mixer yep 
That's in fact one of the earliest torture devices you get. I always love putting them in like the bookshelves or just torturing them on the uh, one of them. I forget. It's like a completely like psychological torture where you, the guy's just like sitting there and he's not doing anything, and the guy's just like freaking out because he knows that something's going to happen, but he doesn't know from where. <laughs> oh, what's really great is there's actually still a little bit of an online following of this game because the game is broken in a couple of respects, mm-hmm. and so some of the online patch the guys have gone and fixed the game, so you actually can complete some of the objectives. And there's people who have done different skins, so you can do like a winter layer instead of just a summer layer and people figured out bases that are entirely traps oh god yeah so there are nothing but traps in your layer that's awesome and there's online things you can actually plan out your layer ahead of time so you can actually like go online plan it all out get everything set up and then go into the game and build it so I I'm I'm I like the I love that cell shading. That's why I love Team Fortress Two. Which reminds me, at some point I have to buy the Team Fortress Two poster and get it framed because I love the I love the look of Team Fortress Two. It's a very nice style. Yeah, that whole cell shading thing. I don't know if I'd buy the poster, but it's a very nice style. Well, I like. Is this. that cell shading? Yeah. Okay. I do believe so. Cell shading. Yeah, it's 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 sort of a cell shading. Team Fortress 2. Yeah, why is cell shading widely used on consoles but not PC? And they bring up Team Fortress 2. Okay, so, just double checking. So that's oh. my fun game that I've played for hours and hours. Okay. The ending of the game is kind of anticlimactic because at that point you've got your thing so set up that the end of the game is literally just... Wait. Well, yeah, you, you set up a timer for your missile to destroy the world or whatever to take over the world. And then they send a bunch of guys after you, but at that point your system is completely set up. So you're just like, ah, I'll just sit in my little area and wait yep. for the time clock to go down. Yeah. So that was my game. So random topic... Uh, I rolled ahead of time. Yeah. This one's a little weird. I think this is a Hans question. There are many of these that are weird. I'm looking at the list right now. Can we hear a sound recording of Andy hitting Dave into the boards? Um, First off, which boards? From what I'm gathering, it might be hockey or ice skating. Oh, that's going to hurt. Well, Dave, if you want, I do have lots of, well, my parents have lots of old hockey gear that we could get you up into. So we could get you your, your chest protector, your hockey pants, the I'd rather guards. just answer this question with a no. <laughs> yeah, because we'd have to get you. We'd have to get both of us at the ice rink at the same time with a free skate. Yep. And they probably would get, kick us out. recording equipment. <laughs> yeah, and the recording equipment. And all it would be would be just a loud thud. We could probably just simulate it. How well do you skate, Dave? Uh, I haven't been skating in years. So I'm guessing the answer is not good. Not well. Uh, I did at one point use the boards at the, the ice rink to slow myself down, which is to say stop. I was never very good at stopping, ah. so I would just run into the wall. Well, that's one way of stopping. Yeah, it's actually a very efficient way of stopping. <laughs> you get very good at it. The boards do give a little bit, so... Yeah, well, because people are slamming into them all the time. Yeah, well, yeah I, don't, I don't think so. No. There's no, been I... a lot of... If you look at, like, there's been a lot of questions about me causing physical harm to you. Why is that? I don't know. I don't think I would want to cause physical harm to Dave. I appreciate that. Very much. Yeah. Now, emotional distress, that's something else, but physical harm, no. 
I have no problem beating Dave at things, but beating Dave is something else. Yeah, beating Dave, period. I don't know if I... I'm too nice of a guy. We brought this up the last time with a load of questions. I'm too nice of a guy to do these things. Now, if Dave really pissed me off, there's there's been a couple of times where I have been... Andy serious, has, uh, has kind of chewed me out. No, but I'm just remembering two times in my life where I have actually gotten angry enough to cause physical harm to somebody. Uh, wasn't me either time, was it? No, it was not. Okay, well, there we go. So, the, uh, the answer answer to this random question, no. Yeah, no, that's... No, I would do because then we be on the ice and the recording equipment would be on the ice and then I would feel have, might have to drop it and then it would get all wet. Yeah, no. We're d- and, d- no. Yeah. Alright. What's really good, though, is the sound of a curling stone on the ice. I might that, get a chance to go curling. <gasps> Where and why and when? Uh, we were talking about as a, a faculty event at the high school because we try to get these events where everyone gets together and hangs out together and it builds the community of the teachers and someone brought up the option of going curling. Well, the Detroit Curling Club is a nice place. Plus, they have their own bar, too. So, Oh, that would be even better. Yeah. So I might get to go curling, although I, I would prefer to go play laser tag. Come on, Dave. you got to try it out at least once. It's you, You'd be a half hour just to learn the basics and then we can get you out on the ice and you'll have fun. Okay. Anyways, yeah, uh, it's been fun, Woo. and I will talk to you later. Yeah, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Yep.